Okay. I mean, this is this conversation about this non-material value. You know, really what, what we're talking about here in terms of spaceholder skill or in the domain of possibility management, it's we're providing non-material value. And so that could be this consideration about what, what is the non-material value that you provide? I mean, I, I think we, we had this, this possibility team about the non-material value and my question, or the, kind of the question that I went, we went into was, what is your non-material value? You know, what is specific to you? And, and after having more a conversation here in the writing house, the, the question shifted into how do you train yourself in delivering non-material value? Because there's this, otherwise this is idea that everybody has a talent that you can't learn. And so you have to discover your talent, this idea you have to discover your talent. And that is, I mean, it's been proven over and over that it's not true because people learn to deliver emotional healing processes and rage club and hold space for possibility team. And, you know, and, and just on and on and on. And all of those actually involve many non-material value um, skills, like all at the same time. So center grounding cord bubble, you know, splitting your attention, being to be in connection, being able to listen, to do completion loops, to uh, go non-linear, to speak mimetically, to um, speak from the nothing, create from the nothing, create things that have never been created before, ask questions that for which the answer, you know, is in a different space. And so basically taking people and moving them into a different space. I mean, I could keep going, but all of these are actually non-material value. And I mean, along with every distinction, for example, Phyllis, that you carry in your body, because you've been working with them for years now. And so I don't think you get how valuable you are. Because these are, these are true values. And, and it might seem that we're, you know, when you hang out in, in possibility management spaces is like, well, you know, quote unquote, everybody can navigate in and navigate their feeling. You know, everybody has a distinction, mad, sad, glad, and scared. And so it, it seems not really valuable or whatever. And for one, I don't think that's true because as, as many people can hold the distinction, the more is it, it is present, the more whatever, deeper the research can go or other spaces can hope open or, and 99% of the people don't have the distinction, mad, sad, glad, and scared and feelings and emotion. And their life sucks because of that. You know, they have no relationship to themselves, you know, what they, you know, is it okay? Is it not okay? Is it what I want? Is it not what I want? Is it a yes? Is it a no? Is it, I mean, I was just uh, holding space for a person a few, a few days ago. I mean, and it's really not the only person, but I just really got this clarity of until you can have this access of, I feel angry. I feel scared. I feel sad. I feel glad and know which part of you feels this and what's the purpose of this. Okay, let's say that means you have no relationship to yourself. You have no relationship to, like there, like it's, there is no ground. Like there is no being, there is no something to lean against, to be with, to nothing. It's kind of like, you know, just fall over because the thing that is trying to run is, if you don't have access to your feeling, probably one of the main survival strategies is that you're adaptive. And so everything that comes out, out of you, if, you, if you're 99% adaptive, whatever, if you have this survival, then everything that comes out of you is, what can I do so this person doesn't hate me, doesn't think I'm bad, doesn't uh, attack me or think I'm dangerous? How, what Everything that I do is for this person to love me, accept me, understand me, be nice to me, whatever. And, and the whole thing is completely fake. Completely. There's no reality, whatever. 
And so you, for example, Phyllis, as a holder of the distinction, mad, sad, glad, and scared, you hold the true like universal possibility that somebody can finally discuss, like be with themselves. And okay, well, that's ex immensely, it's immensely valuable. And it's probably the hot, most valuable thing really around. You go, you know, downtown Eugene and what they're selling is jean and shoes and donuts, you know, very good donuts because we went to the donut shop, <laughs> donut shop when I was there. <laughs> and still, you know, that's, that's what they sell. And so, you okay. know, I don't know who else, I don't know who else is in Eugene, but Eugene is supposedly this, you know, cutting edge, um, whatever, edge worker community slash hippie slash, I don't know. But there's kind of this reputation about what Eugene is. And, but they don't, even, even those people don't have that distinction. So, you, you know, you, you're carrying this radiant golden jewel treasure chest somewhere in you and in your house or in the, you know, small little spaces and, and people don't have access to it. So. Okay. Create it. I'll fill it in. Okay. Yay! I, I also want to tell you that Phyllis, uh, Phyllis, shake my head. Okay. <laughs> what? The last time you you gave me another, you've been giving me a lot of <laughs> assignments lately. <laughs> um, you gave me another one, which was to just say, "I've changed my mind." Yeah. And I did it. I, I, I did a big one actually. So can you tell us about um, it? Like, well, I'm supporting, you know, I'm supporting my brother through, you don't know about it, but it's this other big cancer thing now it's wor much worse, but, okay. um, and he just, so we had arranged for him to come over for breakfast and then to do this zoom doctor's appointment together here at my house. And I know, I know that it would have gone more than 10 o'clock, which is when we had the fear club. And I knew, also knew that I wanted the house to myself for the fear club. And he was like, oh, you know, you can just go downstairs. <laughs> and so I was accepting that. And then at the last minute, it was like 10 o'clock at night. He was supposed to come over at eight in the morning. I just texted him and said, I've changed my mind. <laughs> I don't, I want, I just want to do this you know, let's set it up some other way so that I can participate. And, and we didn't know how we were going to do that because um, the office, the doctor's office in San Francisco wasn't setting up a Zoom for me, link for me, just him. But we figured we did it and it, and it went well. And I was really glad that I did that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but I really, I really had to, you know, because it's like I'm I committed to serving him and part of serving him is making him breakfast <laughs> or making him meals he doesn't cook and uh yeah so I just had to say no I don't want to this time yeah thank you cool yeah okay I so so any Anything else from anybody else? This is, I mean, I would open the, the space for sort of any questions or any comments, mostly about, I mean, okay, we were having this conversation the other night. We watched this, I'll send it in the, in the, in the, in the Telegram group. It's a, a short movie, 12 minutes, called Akashinga. And it's about a group of, of women, I think in Zimbabwe. Is that it, Devin? I can't remember. Okay. Anyway, close to South Africa, maybe Zimbabwe, and who who are becoming poacher killers or poacher arresters, and so they are trained mm. with weapon, putting men on the ground, uh, you know, fighting against, and and it's an all woman team who are protecting their their community and the land from people killing elephants really just just killing elephants. 
And I mean, it's an incredible, just an incredible movie. So I really recommend for you to watch it. I mean, it's totally Earth Guardians, you know, Earth Guardians. And well, first of all, I thought, you know, why is it an old woman, all woman team? Like, why are they not men? And what I think really is that men cannot go against other men. The culture mm -hmm. is so patriarchal that it would be mm -hmm. impossible for men to actually arrest or kill or stop other men because all the poachers are men, of course. So anyway, I thought about that. I, I don't really have an, an answer except from that. But at the end of the movies, there was this, um, the, 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 the sponsors. So it was sponsored by, by National Geographic and they were sponsored by Avatar Alliance Foundation, which is made by James Cameron from the movie Avatar. And I'm like, how did I never hear about this Foundation Alliance found, like, um, funding such amazing projects in Africa? You know, really giving money and and you know and, and then I it got me thinking about this James Cameron and if I was James Cameron with billions of euros to give around, I would be okay. Who am I going to give my money to? And I would want to give my money to projects that have true space holders, and that have that have a, a purpose for next culture, you know, archaearchy, and. And, and, and then I come to this conclusion that I've come to before is projects and game worlds and nano nation and villages and bridge house and on and on and on, they do, they do not, not exist because of a lack of money. The problem is not a lack of money, almost never. The problem is a lack of space holder, of true space holder who can hold space for a team, for a context with clarity and fierceness and, um, and connection and being, you know, how to be in the unknown because we don't know how to create next culture. We create it as we, you know, it, it comes to life as we create it. And so how to be in the unknown while holding a completely clear context about this is radical responsibility, it's experimentation, you have different parts, you know, low drama, high drama, feelings and emotion, go do your emotional healing processes, initiation, this whole thing. And, and, and so, you know, my, the result of my, my, my research, my inner research about this question is, where are the space holders? You know, where are the space holders that are really holding space for nano nations and bridge houses and, um, whatever he, healing centers for refugees in America, you know, new refugee camp where the, the refugee camp is not about utter, utter survival, but it's about, okay, we have a space to build a whole new, completely different culture from what the UN culture wants us to have and what from our culture, because our culture brought us where we are. You know, the indigenous culture brought us to this refugee camp. And, and so, okay, well, we need to invent a whole new culture. And so, you, so the, the, the UN, quote unquote, UN refugee camp could become spaces for nano nation. They already have the physical limitation for that place to happen. And so, so you know, after the question of where are the space holders, then, okay, if, if we're lacking space holders, then it's how do we, how do we, how do I make space holders? How do we make space holders? How do we make more space holder, more elegant, more clear, more fierce, um, more grounded, whatever, whatever it, it's needed. And so that was what, I mean, I just want to say that was one of the purpose of this possibility team that's called space holder skills is, is we're, we're cracking little pieces as we go, you know, one piece, one piece a week, basically, that's really a, as much as we can do one piece a week to crack into, uh, so we can step into this, this space holding position. I mean, I, I, I just want to throw out there and, you know, probably some people will, will listen to this recording, but it, it's also, for example, with Clinton, we have this conversation of, you know, when, for example, Clinton will one day die, you know, who will, who will take over the space holding of the whole game mode of possibility management or the start over game or you know, that's mainly the two big questions or, you know, so who's in line, <laughs> who's in line, who are, who's in line to re replace 
him, me, us, you know, the, who's in line to replace Vera holding space for the possibilitator training. And, and, and most people don't really have this question. They play in possibility management, but they don't really have that question. Who's holding space and how come this game world is so alive and diverse and exploding, you know, and okay, well, somebody's holding space for that. It does not happen by itself. And I mean, for me, it would be, you know, if I wasn't really in, in, the, in the space holding position and I would see such a game world, I would go talk to the space holder and be like, okay, how are you doing this? How are you holding space for a game world, a global evolutionary game world with thousands of people all over the world playing in where it is not a hierarchy. You don't know everybody who's playing in you have no control about how it evolves and the diversity of it, and you're still holding space for it. And so, you know, yes, so that whatever, there could be replacement for possibility measurement, but also so that there would be other game world, other global transformational game world that can emerge. And so, Anyway, so any, any questions or any reports about your own journey as you know, a space holder? What other game modes you're holding space for? What, what have you learned? What are you learning that could be useful for this team and also for the people listening to the recording? So I was in a space last week it's a homepage um, made uh, from Gerald Hüter in Germany maybe you know him this is the brain uh, um, forscher Tieren forscher yeah it's a he's a um, very famous here in, in German Austria for uh, neuroscience and neuroplastic and linguistics yeah, yeah. Uh, and, okay. and, and and oh Neuralistic, no, NPL, I think that's what it's called. No, it's not NPL. It's, it's not, it, he's more, he's coming from the brain science and is very it's much in popular speaking about uh, how the, about the possibilities of the brain, how to make the brain available and also about society change. So he's very, okay. uh, very broad. Very in okay. Yeah. And he created a website when it started with Corona so that people can connect in a lot together and they were in the focus of, of doing it in self-responsibility because this is what he says, that we have self-power. We should take our self-responsibility to create um, possibilities and spaces and all this. So this is what he said. And now I reached out to hold space for some things at this platform and they renewed this platform and there is a team of three people. And I, I was confused and went to this event where they say, if you want to be part of this and offer something, come to this event. And then I went to the event and I was very clear with my idea. And I said, why is there not the possibility that I, that I can uh, just um, put my offering online and then we can start. I make, I make the date, I, I make the, the, the content. And, and announce it and then let's go. So this is what I understand, which is self-responsibility and I have energy in BAM. And um, they said on one hand, what was a technical problem that they were in the old platform overwhelmed by bots, which means that the space holding was contaminated because they didn't use experts to, to create the platform. And what happened then is that they made a new platform and now they make like a micromanaging and they, they just make it a part of their normal jobs and they are overwhelmed with all this. And they have the whole um, bunch of people like me that have clear ideas and other people that want to be part, but they don't know exactly how and what, they just want to offer something. And so uh, I realized that there is uh, many different um, skills and things to do and it's, it's so, it's missing so much the skills of space holding and they don't know at all how to do, what to do, how to organize and all this. But the problem was that the team of these three people are, uh, they, they also don't know. They have just motivation and energy to do something. But if you don't have good tools, good skills, how to bring all these people together, how to bring the knowledge together, the skills together and to, to organize it in a, in a good way, in a, um, 
in methods, but also in the in the platform, then uh, they are full of work to control and and it it needs a lot of time and then it takes actually all the energy and the motivation. And so what, what I saw in, in this, they are kind of open, but, but also always in this controlling mode. And I was kind of shocked that this in the, in, um, because what Gerald Hüther says is so different from what they are doing right now. And what happens now is that three people that have no idea about offering this, this structure and this space, that, that they are um, controlling this and the, and one thing what this lady says, what, um, no, we don't have so much groups right now. And we actually don't want to have that groups because it could create some groups that we don't know. But that means that they actually don't know what this platform is about and that they don't have a space holder that says like, this is part of the website and this can be there and this is not part. And yeah, so there's a lot of confusion. I have a question for you, Dorothea. What proposal did you make to them? Um, I, I went in with a proposal to offer uh, in rooms of encounter so that um, I can offer this once a month for one and a half hours, just bring people together and use no, different no, tools. Uh -huh. I, hear, I hear what you're saying. I'm asking, so you made a first proposal about a space you can hold and they yeah. are such in a panic mode that they can't even yeah. be with you they're overwhelmed exactly. probably mixing emotions um and have no clarity about their context they can't even meet you so i'm asking what is the proposals that you're making so that this platform can meet people um yeah this i made after when i realized that i proposed um that I can offer a, a group to teach the people and to collect the people and to teach the people to um, create that kind of spaces that I that they don't have to do that work and that I can make it more automatically and, and teach in some skills and tools. What did they say? They say that we should meet <laughs> and talk about it. Okay. I mean, so just Dorota, in your in your communication of you know kind of answering this question of what are you learning you you only shared the part of what is not working you know which was bordering on complaining and but you actually made an an, an adult offer saying i have non-material for you know value i have non-material value that could support your project because I love your project and I want it to thrive, you know? And that's, that is actually the communication of you as a space holder. And so you, um, I mean, I don't know, it could be a question like, why was it important for you to share what was not working and miss the part about the proposal that you made and actually had a yes for? How come? How come that was your communication? I think I shared this to, to give weight what you said that we need people teaching and um, sharing uh, in the tools and skills how to hold space. To okay. see that there was a, there was a lot of energy and, and willing to do good things, but they are missing the basics and that it's so important that we share how to create the basics and the formats. Okay, in terms of us being a group of space holder here, what would be interesting to me, what would be feeding to me, and I think what would be feeding to all of us is, what are the proposals that you're making? What are the offers that you're making? What are the moves that you're making in terms of the love and care and um, you know, the transformation that you're bringing into the world so that we can be inspired? You know, that was really my question is, we can be inspired either by your beep, you know, you tried something and it didn't work, or we can be inspired by your go. And, mm. and so, um, it, you know, in terms of your structure, in terms of your box and your gremlin and your inner structure, um, you, there is a part of your gremlin that, that loves complaining. Do you, know, do you know that about your gremlin? 
you know, it just loves seeing what doesn't work. And, and, and that's, that will be something where it will block people from receiving your non-material value because what they're getting is arrows. And, and so, and your true communication is, and actually I have a proposal. So skip the complaining, just really mm -hmm. catch your gremlin. I don't know if, have you done a gremlin transformation? Have you done gremlin work? Gremlin transformation, no. Okay, well, you might want to talk with Devin because there's a group right now for six weeks, I think, doing this gremlin, really gremlin transformation and getting a grip on kind of how is my gremlin destroying my non-material value, destroying my ability to be a space holder. And you have so much to offer, Dorothea, but that, that gremlin thing will just kill possibilities. Just really kill it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, get in touch with Devin, okay? I think yeah, thank you. Cool. And I... Devin? I, yes, I would like to say something about the something about this question of the oh. what are you learning okay wait a second i, I want to yes. give one possibility to dorothea dorothea the your offer has to be something that takes work off them so i think that was your proposal but if you make a proposal that will give them more work it will not work so it's something that i'm going to take over some of your work so this platform thrive so this is the this is the the, the whatever the context the purpose of your offer when you're having a call with them um so what what i offered is to take off their shoulder and take on completely the, the responsibility of creating yeah. this space this was my yeah. offer cool yeah yay go tell us how it goes and send us the yeah. link i mean i'm sure it's a german-speaking platform and um there's a bunch of german-speaking yeah. people in possibility management in, in the Telegram group, okay, Dorothea? And Dorothea, ah, do it after, okay. you've, after you've taken over, <laughs> after you've made your move. Ah, okay. okay? <laughs> and you've got a yes. Okay, great. If they got a yes. Okay, thank you, I will. <laughs> okay, Devin. Yes, uh, the thing that, so I've been exploring commitment, really, being committed to the team. Uh, as a space holder and as just also when I'm not the main space holder for something. And this emerged out of a piece of kind of feedback or sharing that Vera gave me a few weeks ago where I was in the three cell and I wanted something different in the three cell and I said it and there was reactivity and then I got reactive. And when I came out, I told Vera like, wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? Of course I bring this up. And of course the three cells says, fuck it. Like, I don't even know why I'm there. And, and the reflection was, <clears throat> are you even on their team, kind of? Are you even there on their team? And I realized that I was not. So it's what I've been playing with and practicing because for me, one of my gremlin things is <clears throat> to basically be waiting for the moment where I can just say, this space doesn't work for me or fuck this, sorry to swear, uh, damn this space. <laughs> And okay, so so practicing, I started practicing in the three cell and then I had this experience that's still open right now where I'm in this gremlin, I'm holding this gremlin transformation space. Someone left the space early uh, without telling me, someone left a meeting early without telling me, I reached out to them, their response back was something like, well, the space felt really boring. I immediately called them. They, it, was, it was this kind of game of, of phone tag and finally, they sent me a message this morning saying, you know, a call's not necessary because I'm just going to leave the space. And for me, my, I could feel my reaction of, all right, it, it's the same thing of like cutting off, get out of here. Obviously, if this is how you're showing up, you don't belong here anyway. These are kind of all my, and what I did was just say, I'm at a loss. I want to know how to connect with you. And you have not negotiated or had a conversation about leaving this space. So it tells me your gremlin is involved and I'm just totally at a loss. It feel, I want to connect and it feels like you've closed every door uh, for that to be possible. 
<clears throat> and then I said, some, and, and I haven't done, I think if I read the message to someone, maybe there's a little manipulation or something in there that, because it's really first time that I've done this. And they got back to me so quick and, and just said, when can we talk basically? Mm. And, and for me, this did, this did not emerge out of a space of wanting to make them wrong or anything like that. But this thing that I, I've been experiencing, which is I, I want them to be an adult in the world who can communicate and function. And I want them to, I, I believe that they want connection more than their gremlin is demonstrating. And, and so just noticing that there are these, and it's such a risk. There's something where I risk something as a space holder, which is these, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's, I don't believe you. I don't believe you that this is how you want to leave this space. And so that's what I, I want to say. It's a totally new area of discovery for me. And I wish I had discovered it sooner. There's so many spaces I've left because I didn't know about this. <clears throat> well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean, what I, you know, when you say I'm at a loss, basically you get to die. You get to die first. You get to be, I don't know how it goes. You get to get, you get to get off it first, really get off it first. And I think that's really a, a, a quality of a space holder or whatever an ex-culture space holder is. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever said this in this space, but all the clarity in the world will not make us better people or greater people or more important people if we can die first, if we can actually be with, connect, connect and be with people where they are and where we are at lost in, in, in connection. So, thank you. Anything else from anybody else? Kian. Yes. Did you? Yeah, okay. Yes. I have, um, God, no, um, I have heard a rumor. I've heard a rumor that in one of your articles, you describe, I think it's probably your latest article, you describe the different kind of culture that exists. So matriarchy, patriarchy, and then the possibility of archiarchy. And, or maybe not in your latest, in one of your articles. And one of your articles, you, uh, yes. you yes. define matriarchy as the culture where women are in power. And this is a complete delusion. The culture where women are in power in a hierarchy is patriarchy. The culture of yes. hierarchy and control yeah. and power is patriarchy. Matriarchy is the culture where the relationship to, of human to earth is, or of, yeah, I mean, relationship of human to earth is Mother Gaia will take care of us. And so it's a giant salad bar. We walk around and it's a complete abundance, but it's an unconscious abundance of, um, of in a way, taking because Gaia is so abundant, tr truly. Mother, you know, Mother Earth, whatever, Earth is so abundant. And so matriarchy worked until there was, you know, we got to a limit of 800,000 um, 800, people or a million people on the planet and then matriarchy couldn't function anymore because scarcity started hitting. And so what we invented, what human beings invented then was patriarchy to deal, to deal with the scarcity. Yes, I, I got this distinction after I wrote this article, yes. Okay, can you change it? Can you change yes. it? Yes. Because if somebody reads the article and have clarity about this, then the rest of your article is discredited. Yes, 
Okay. I will change it. Thank you. And can I just repeat? I, I think I missed something. Was when you were mentioning the number eight eight hundred thousand about scarcity. What what was the, the tipping point? I didn't really get it. Well, I'm not sure. I haven't studied it enough to be really sure. But there is a there's sort of a number or study that for the planet to sustain us as human beings for like ever, basically, it would be we would need to be about. Uh, whatever, 800,000 human being on the planet and not almost 8 billion. Okay. One, one mil, whatever, a little bit less than 1 million human beings. So we're, we're in, in, in deep, utterly overpopulation. And anyway, and so that was the, the moment where basically okay. that was the overpopulation. And then we were in scarcity towards the resources of, of Gaia and we had to create systems to deal with that. And that was... Uh, okay. And, yeah. and then the fencing off ownership and 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 it and it reverts into yeah hierarchy and war. The moment there's agriculture and fencing, then it's like this is mine, and so it can be robbed, and so you have to have an army, and the the scarcity game starts. Mm, okay. Mm, I, I get the 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 model now. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Kian. Yes. Yeah, I want to celebrate two things, basically. And the one is that in the possibilitator call that I'm in, also with Joseph, I held space for the topic of non-material value. And we started with this. Kian, did you record it? Yes, we have a recording of that. Can I, can I have it? Yes. Thank you. I think I need to ask, like, yeah. But I will ask. And we started basically with this question of what would your shop be called and look like and provide in the middle of the town if it would be around non-material value? And there were so amazing things coming out of the mouth of people. I don't know if they ever spoke these things before. It really, it felt like this amazing magical discovery space of what actually truly people have in their, like as their non-material value to deliver to the world. And that was so, yeah, that was really touching. Just, I felt like I could be in a space where we just share that with each other for hours because it was so enriching. I'm really just, yeah, it was really touching. And, Kian, when are you when are you building the ninth bridge house? There's already eight bridge houses around the world. In I don't know, maybe a year. I, I'm here for it. I'm doing something like I'm doing a small community project where I'm now here for one year, but it's not really a bridge house yet. Why not? I mean, it could be. Mm. Yeah, it's it's open to discussion. Like it, we will see. I the main space holder of the place is someone who doesn't know about possibility management, but he's very open to it. And we'll see. Um, I will move there next month. I mean, yeah, what are? I mean, the the generic question was, what are you doing? You know, something. Like, what are you doing? And if. You know, you have clarity about delivering non-material value and holding space for a physical place where, you know, it could be each shop, but it could be each room. Each room is a place where non-material value is delivered. And you're going to go live in a community where people who don't have clarity about uh, radical responsibility or context or archaearchy or non-material value or any of this. And you're not there to actually shift the context what are you what are you doing there i'm there to shift the context is that clear in the agreement yes. okay yes we are in agreement to create a new context for the space okay so i have a recording from a meeting with me and clinton and sofia magdalena and anna norambuena and her job anna norambuena she lives she's a possibility management trainer in new zealand and she's just been hired by a community to say save us 
you know, the community is in complete dismay. People are not communicating. There's 18 years old resentment in the space, which you will be facing in that community. Even if they've been living together for two months, they have their resentment already because people don't know about gremlin and assumption mm -hmm. and expectation and therefore resentment. And the end of the, the, the conversation is, was the clarity that trying to build a community right now in the world is a form of insanity because a community has this idea that we're gonna live, we're gonna be able to settle and live for a long time in one place, which is not true. And, and so, okay, what is, what is needed? You know, what is needed on planet earth right now? And you know, what I'm getting is bridge houses and you can call it whatever you want, but it's basically an initiation sent an initi initiation centered village project, game world, nano nation, whatever the word you put after that, but an initiation centered place. If you're not doing initiation into adulthood, what are you doing? You know, what else is there really? I, I will do initiation into adulthood there. That's my plan or that's what I go there for, yes. Okay, well, so you might want to be then joining this little group of us that are basically in this um, game world consulting. What you're doing is game world consulting. Were you in the, the game world incubator, the first? Okay, we, oh. we, we've held half of it and we're basically going to hold another half of it. And I think we'll be focusing on game world consulting more than game world building probably or, or large part of it. So that will be end of April. So if you want to join the second part, all the other ones are online, you know, all the other recordings yeah. are online. Watch them. And you have watched them already? Yes. Great. And, but I think we're, we're you know, as we, as the bridge house projects are coming into the world, we are learning so much. It's like, it is, we're learning more than we can put in a two and a half hour session of Game World Incubator. So what about joining this Game World Consulting team? Yes, 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 I will join. Okay. Count, like send, yeah, send me the, your bank account details. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the, the Game World Consulting team is free in terms of an exchange of, but look, if you want to pay me, that's fine. <laughs> but for the Game World uh, Incubator, yes, I'll give you the info. Okay. <laughs> Anybody here doing Game World Consulting? Monica, are you doing game on consulting? No. Okay. Anybody else? Joseph? Not really. It's more focusing on, on coaching and, and uh, healing processes and, and getting that um, running up for me. And, and I'm interested to do more in that, that sector, but I feel like uh, I want to build more context, get get more um, get more uh, more feeling of being able to work out of the unknown, and and it's feeling very good. I'm getting very encouraged by by that what I do. So uh, I might go there, but I, I trust the flow which is which is there at the moment. Okay. Okay, Kian, it seems like there was something else. There was another. Yes. Yeah, just, okay. Also, another. This is a lively, collaborative conversation, okay? This is what's happening. <laughs> Go. Uh, is that we held on Tuesday space for the initiation to conscious anger work with Naomi together. Yeah. And it was like basically from the beginning, it was, I just feel. A lot of joy because it was so liquid just from the beginning. It was so, and my mother is in the space, and it was. Kian, Kian, like, I gave Naomi the assignment to give it to you. Did she give you your assignment? No. The assignment is you're not allowed to call your mother my mother as she's in your rage club. Yeah, okay. This is forbidden, forbidden. <laughs> what's so, her name isabel isabel who 
who accidentally also is my mother. <laughs> and it was so touching to see Isabel, like and all the other people as well, being in this, going through at least seven different liquid state space or even more maybe. And yeah, it was so alive and so joyful and touching and sad for just like, I don't know how to say that, but so many things within myself got touched by just being with these people that where I stand myself and yeah, it was basically a gift to be with other beings in a space like this, where I learned myself that much and die, like I needed to die at, one, at least three times and I just died two times, I think. But yeah, that was, it was really, yeah, it was amazing. Just wanted to share that. Deliver Rage Club. This is, this is the message. <laughs> we dropped this anecdote for a message, deliver Rage Club. <laughs> to do it together with, with your mom, you know, with the family members, pretty amazing. Yeah, lots of vulnerability there. I did it with my mom, Lee. She was fantastic. She t still talks yeah. about it, like two, two, like a year and a half afterwards, she's like, Rage Club is the moment my life changed. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Make made a boundary with her boss and yeah, just change just say, God, I, she she called me one day and, and and she said, you know what? I discovered that I can actually say what I want and that it works. <laughs> wow. <I> said, yes. <laughs> that is rage club. I'm going to actually about rage club. I, I just called Klaus and um I'm organizing a rage club here in Vienna because I have now three or four women coming out of the coachings from mine, which which uh, had the result that they that rage about building rage is a crucial uh, a crucial moment in 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 their in their growth, and they all are ready to do to do a rage club. So I'm starting to do rage club to organize it here in Vienna, and I'm also doing the rage club spaceholder training. So um, I'm very fond of supporting that, that growth. Yeah, go Austria. Austria needs the rage. Yes. Yeah. I, I just want to share something to you about the rage club. May I? Yeah. Yes. We'll like, see. No, I, I had a, like the last Mar March 2021, I, I had a rage club like in the present. So there was like a small group of women and since then i create a group and then they were like they were like online rage club in between so like there are other women came to this group and we still have this group and and i offered that we as a group we will experiment like so the girls they are like doing proposal when we meet and we just exercise the rage and after a year it was like um one or two weeks ago we had an exercise uh, how to how to stop to being a good girl and 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 this was that it after a, after a year they they got to know what is a consciousness rage and they were and all these women they were feeling the rage in the bones and they were speaking out of the bones and they were so speechless that we they didn't want to leave a call we were like hanging like speechless there in the space and and we were like fuck it took us one year long but we got it and they and we i mean we they, it, it was such a legend that they stopped to talk about it and even now I'm talking about it. I have a good skin. And it was like, yes, it was worth it. <laughs> so this gave me such a kick. And yes, it was beautiful. Monica, how many of these people, how many of these women are space holders for rage, rage work? Not yet. Not yet. No, I'm saying but, how uh, many are there? Oh, how many, how many are, are, you know, it is in there. 
it is in there that they're actually are spaceholder yes. for rage for other women. So exactly. how many of, exactly. how many women? You mean how I feel? How how many? Well, you scan those? them. You're a rage ah, cup okay. spaceholder. Yes, yes, you yes, can scan yes, for yes. other rage cup yes, spaceholders. Yes, 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 exactly. I got I got three, and this is exactly what happened last time because I I I gave him the like they were they were able to do a space holding, like they have to create, like they have to hold the space for the exercises. And, and, and it was so fantastic to see, like they were doing everything, like uh, put your energetical center, uh, you know, create your bubble. And they were like, they were like really doing everything such in such a, in such a lovely way, like, took it like taking this seriously and this was exact and I have three I have exactly three okay. they are and I have a proposal for you yes is that you might actually be a rage cup spaceholder trainer yes so, and so and you're not standing in that you're not mm. whole, you know that that the women who come to your spaces the, mm. the fact is that they're rage cup spaceholder because you are a rage cup spaceholder trainer. And so mm. what they don't know when they come, but, but you know, and so that, that what they want is mm. to finally be able to deliver this work that they love so much. Yeah. And so what are you going to do about this? I will give them the possibility to attend the space, the Rage Club space holder training, for example. Yeah, yes. And I'm suspicious that a lot of your clients are German speakers. So, for example, you could, God, I don't know if you can hear me. It's frozen. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can. Okay, yes, okay, great. Yes. Talk to Christine Dershner because she's taking a stand mm -hmm. to be the Rage Club space holder trainer for in German language. And you could hold ah, okay. space together mm -hmm. and bring your circle into mm. the first ever Rage Club spaceholder trainer in Germ in German language. Mm. Okay. And to really take a stand that there are not enough Rage Club spaceholders. This is basic mm. adult human, just like Joseph, you said, it's like, if you don't have that, you have nothing. Like, there is no mm. place to stand on. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes Great. I got it. So you'll talk to Christina Dushner? Yes. Great. Uh, in in, in Sadness Clock. So oh, great. We will see soon with Christine. Yes. Cool. Fantastic. Cool. Okay. Thank you. Hmm. My connection is unstable, so but I can still hear you and see you. Okay. We have a couple more people. Carole. Mm. 